Section 10 of the Animal Storybook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Animal Storybook, edited by Andrew Lang. The War Horse of Alexander from Plutarch. There are not so many stories about horses as there are about dogs and cats yet almost every great general has had his favorite horse who has gone with him through many campaigns and borne him safe in many battlefields at a town in sicily called agrigentum they set such store by their horses that pyramids were raised over their burial places and the emperor augustus built a splendid monument over the grave of an old favorite the most famous horse perhaps who ever lived was one belonging to alexander the great and was called bucephalus when the king was a boy bucephalus was brought before philip king of macedon alexander's father by philonicus the thessalian and offered for sale for a large sum of thirteen talents beautiful though he was philip wisely declined to buy him before knowing what manner of horse he was and ordered him to be led into a neighboring field, and a groom to mount him. But it was in vain that the best and most experienced riders approached the horse. He reared up on his hind legs and would suffer none to come near him. So Philonicus, the Thessalian, was told to take his horse back once he came, for the king would have none of him. Now the boy Alexander stood by, and his heart went out to the beautiful creature, and he cried out, what a good horse do we lose for lack of skill to mount him philip the king heard these words and his soul was vexed to see the horse depart but yet he knew not what else to do then he turned to alexander and said do you think that you young and untried can ride this horse better than those who have grown old in the stables to which alexander made answer this horse i know i could ride better than they and if you fail asked philip what price will you pay for your good conceit of yourself? And Alexander laughed out loud and said gaily, I will pay the price of the horse, unless it was settled. So Alexander drew near to the horse and took him by the bridle, turning his face to the sun so that he might not be frightened at the movements of his own shadow, for the prince had noticed that it scared him greatly. Then Alexander stroked his head and led him forwards, feeling his temper all the while. And when the horse began to get uneasy, the prince suddenly leapt on his back and gradually curbed him with the bridle. Suddenly, as Bucephalus gave up trying to throw his rider and only pawed the ground impatient to be off, Alexander shook the reins, and bidding him go, they flew like lightning round the course. This was Alexander's first conquest, and as he jumped down from the horse, his father exclaimed, Go, my son, and seek for a kingdom that is worthy for Macedon is too small for such as thee. Henceforth, Eucephalus made it clear that he served Alexander and no one else. He would submit quietly to having the gay trappings of a king's steed fastened on his head, and the royal saddle put on. But if any groom tried to mount him, back would go his ears, and up would go his heels, and none dared come near him. For ten years after Alexander succeeded his father on the throne of Macedon, B.C. 336. Bucephalus bore him through all his battles, 
and was says pliny of a passing good and memorable service in the wars and even when wounded as he once was at the taking of thebes would not suffer his master to mount another horse together these two swam rivers crossed mountains penetrated into the dominions of the great king and farther still into the heart of asia beyond the caspian and the river oxus where never european army had gone before then turning south he crossed the range of the hindu kush and entering the country of the five rivers he prepared to attack porus king of india but age and the wanderings of ten years had worn bucephalus out one last victory near the hydaspes or jelum and the old horse sank down and died full of years and honours b c three twenty six bitter were the lamentations of the king for the friend of his childhood but his grief did not show itself only in weeping the most splendid funeral alexander could devise was given to bucephalus and a gorgeous tomb erected over his body and more than that alexander resolved that the memory of his old horse should be kept green in these burning indian deserts thousands of miles from the thessalian plains where he was born so round his tomb the king built a city and it was called bucephalia end of section ten